Ace. This is D. And we're motherfucking back at the motherfucking kickback. Yeah. Um, it's been a minute, but uh, we got two <laughs> guests. Right, oh, I love that shit. Yeah. Boy band? Yeah. Oh, oh, what's good? It's boy band. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I thought you know. Usually, when I don't know, people usually just say like the. Uh, I was gonna let you just. So I didn't know if bro, I was. I was gonna we, let you freestyle the intro like, every time, every time, and that's like our thing. So it's nah, all good. Nah, it's Gucci. <laughs> hey, but one day we're gonna fit right in. Yeah. So go ahead, go ahead and introduce yourself, boy band. All right. Um, what's good? I'm boy band. I am an artist and producer living right, in Los Angeles, California, right now. Um. Hey, can you check up on the game, bro? You. Game. The game. Like, Are you talking about? Oh shit! Who playing right now? No, the game. Like, like a uh, documentary game. Oh, the Boy, fucking shit! I, mean, <laughs> bro. I thought there was like an NBA game all right now or some shit. I was like, yeah, I thought you was talking about like, playoffs or some shit right bro. now. Yeah, you talking about the game? I don't know what bro got going on. I, I hope he's straight. I don't know what's going on, but I hope the game's straight, bro. I hope he's cool, bro. I mean, I, I rock with the game. And, you know, I respect him and his artistry and all the shit he's done. But I'm be real, bro. He's been kind of corny to me. Like That's that's a whole other topic right there. But before we get into that, uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> so we got Boy Band. And then we got our homie Donnie returning guest. Yo. So, what's good, Donnie? What's good with y'all, man? Over here chilling, man. Trying to make it happen. Nothing too exciting yeah. going on. So, of course, the embargo has been lifted for over a week now, I would say. About almost two weeks, damn near. Uh, yeah, nah, these niggas had yeah, time. So we about to go into full... And I ain't want to give them no time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we Keep it a buzz. I went open at night, bro. I went even, yeah, I honestly, open. okay, so we are, if y'all not hip, if y'all didn't read the description, you know, we about to go into in-game spoilers, what we got... You know, looking for what we're looking forward to for the MCU and all that other good stuff. Um, y'all had y'all time. If y'all haven't seen it now, y'all clearly not MCU. Bro, fans, once so. it makes a billion dollars, bro, it all the like it doesn't matter, bro. This it doesn't true. matter. Yeah, because it's like everybody's seen it already at that point. Like if you ain't seen it by now, I'm be real. I don't know anybody who hasn't seen Endgame yet. Truth be told, but was that a Dreamcast? <laughs> <Rochelle>. <laughs> Shit kind of like a plane, nah, bro. Nah, people be shit. racing by my house. <laughs> oh, shit. That's lit. Well, that was, that was, that, lit. That was uh, Sonic. Yeah. Oh, bro. <laughs> we're not going to fucking shit. Bro, nah, we got to. We got yeah, to talk about it. We got to go into that, too. We got to talk about it. Bro, hey, pray, pray for the people who got to redo all that art, because I know they were in the fucking lab. They were like, bro, this is not it. And the CEO was like, nah, man, this is going to be different. The kids are going to like this shit. Facts. I bet the movie Loki was already yeah, done. Yeah, it is. It's like 100% done, I'm sure. But oh, like, fuck. they just got to redo all of the CG for the whole entire movie. And I'm pretty sure that CG took like a year and a half. And they have to do that in six months. But so. the trailer looked trash, like, anyways, bro. Like, Yeah, it really didn't look good, <laughs> like, at all. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it. Because, listen, Sonic's my favorite IP and franchise. And, like, the, f- the last 15 heard. years been Sonic. Rough. Sonic is... is the shadow of the character that he used to be, and that's not a pun. But, uh... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's another character they fuck... I ain't even finna get into that, shadow bro. walking around, we'll, we'll walking talk. around Metro City with a glizzy. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> bro, I watched a video on Sonic, or Shadow the Hedgehog earlier, bro. It was a guy who never played the series. What? 
and he was just like, "Yes, bro." So like that get, that was his first Sonic. Fucking shit. Say which he one? Was like Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow the Hedgehog. Was his first Sonic game. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he was fucking befuddled the entire time. Bless his soul. I'm gonna link out a video. That shit was hilarious. Bro, please drop that in the Discord. I'm gonna tell a story about that too later when we get on yeah, that man, topic. We got time, but fucking before we get into all the other topics, we probably gonna roll into. Uh, now, I wanted to kind of get everybody's thoughts on the Endgame movie. Personally, I loved it, and now I wasn't like crying in the theater like type shit, but I felt that movie, you know, because it's like a huge, like almost eleven year buildup, right, from Iron yeah. Man one. And you see how everything rolls into each other. It's just been, especially for somebody like, like me and Donnie used to go to the same comic book spot like every day and just talk shit about comics. So like to see all this shit on the big screen where everybody could fuck with it was like big. I ain't gonna cap. <clears throat> I like the movie a lot. Um, I watched it twice. Uh, I was definitely in that bitch crying both I times. That. Not even, not even on some like, oh my god, Tony Stark. That like, I, I seen that coming, yeah. but it was kind of just, it was really everything else. Like seeing characters come back to life for one, because like when Infinity War uh, went down, like I'm a huge Spider Man fan, so the whole I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. Like that really fucked me up. Even though I knew going into the movie like he was gonna die, somebody spoiled it mm. for me. And then like seeing seeing my man's come back, seeing everybody like reunite and shit was dope. I like the chemistry amongst like the right, cast right. in the uh, MCU, and it just makes it I don't know. It makes me feel like I'm involved if that yeah. makes sense. And, like not even on some self insert shit, but it, I'm just invested. I guess. I think like the characters are written really so. well, and I think they have like the actors themselves have good chemistry together. It's like they feel like that. I don't I don't know if they do, but I feel like they are all cool in real life, and I think that. I Definitely. think that makes the acting part that much better. It also seems like uh, at a certain point, like I feel like people kind of just were playing themselves. True, true. Like when you think about it, um, like Chris Hemsworth, like I've watched a couple other movies he's been in. He's played characters that are like similar to Thor, mm -hmm. I guess. But that's probably because it's him and he takes those roles and he kind of like makes the roles like his bitch. Word. So. Um, honestly, I could say like, I think at this point, like Marvel's truly perfected the formula. I think that mm -hmm. it, it's it's be they yeah. they're getting to the point where like it's not just comic book movies anymore. They're just making consistently good movies. Although I will say, I think my least favorite thing about Endgame is probably what my favorite thing about Infinity War was, and that's Thanos. And we can get into that in a second. But I'm kind of I'm kind of torn on that if I'm being honest. Okay. I just want to throw it, in. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I thought it was a. <clears throat> I thought it was a. When I when I first got out the theater, I was like, man, I love this movie. But I think that was like the shock value of it. I mean, I still like it. But someone was pointing out to me like the time travel shit just doesn't make sense. Mm. Oh yeah, it is. Oh, it, it's like yeah, it, it, it it it's like it made sense on the service level, but when you really think about it, it's like. I think with that movie, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that Austin Powers shag, like Spidey shagging kind of scenario where they they almost like start <laughs> off asking you like, "Hey, man, like just don't even worry about that shit right now. Just kind of watch the movie." And I think when you when you do it like that for the first time, so much is happening, and you're like, "Well, shit, dude, I'm gonna be here for." 
three hours. I better get fucking over it right now. But at the same time, you're kind of like, uh, like if I'm going to come back and watch this, obviously I'm going to be picking it apart. So I, I think there's definitely some inconsistencies for sure. As soon as that nigga Scott Lang was like, oh my God, Quantum Realm, Quantum Realm, um, time travel, let's do it. I was like, bro, they're not finna fucking do this shit. I was like, y'all really pulling the time travel card. I was like, y'all wrote a villain so OP, y'all had to pull the time travel yeah. card. Like, I f- series only do that shit when shit's like, you, you mm. know what I'm saying? Like, when shit's damn near impossible. Like, okay, like Dragon Ball Z, for example. Like, mm. right. I think that, you know what I'm I saying? Think that shit was <clears throat> usually, so, like, they use that time travel thing to just open up the, the multiverse scenario. Yeah, I was going to say so, that, too. And, yeah. of course, because that's happened in Marvel, the Marvel, like, universe before. And I think that actually plays in their favor. I don't know if they always had this plan from Jump, but it's fucking smart because you don't know what IP Disney is going to buy. So you just go, oh, let's just make a multiverse so we could just pull characters from whatever universe we want. And then it's like not weird. And that, Yeah, and that's um, going to be very lucrative for them like going forward because they can make movies forever now because of the whole multiverse thing. Like currently... Um, well, not currently, but prior to Endgame, like the MCU is really one set universe. So it was kind of like they were hella limited with what they could do, especially with what IPs they owned and shit like that. But now because we have a multiverse, they can pick up IPs for like the, you know what I'm saying? The uh, different comics. Like they could do a fucking Squirrel Girl movie if they yeah. wanted to. We could get a fucking good. Spider-Gwen movie. We could like Spider-Man 2099 movie. Like they could literally do anything and just like tie it to the multiverse. So as soon as... um. They were like, oh, yeah, we're going to go back in time and all that other shit. I was like, oh, they're going to open the multiverse somehow because they're going to change shit. I feel like they should have just did that instead of time travel. Like, they should have been like, hey, maybe we can go to an alternate timeline and get, like, the stones from there and shit like that. But, I mean, either way, it worked out. I think there's, like, a rule. I I can't think of it off the top of my head, Donnie. You might have to correct me. But I think there's a rule about traveling to parallel dimensions and trying to grab infinity stones like there's some reason where you can't do you can't do that but you can go back and grab the ones from your universe i uh, i feel like that's like a rule for something but yeah i feel like even if okay well that i, would I feel like i get both points because like truthfully even if there is a rule against it like even what they did within their own timeline was still kind of like okay how the fuck does this work out like literally they were just like okay right the hulk is smart now let's not even really talk about that but let's listen to him like and if he says that this shit is possible then it is oh we got scott lang too like this fucking ex crook that's just smart yeah that shit works and then like i i think to see tony kind of confirm it like once tony said it was okay like everybody accepted it was just like no fuck it like tony's never wrong like let's just go with this shit but i think it's part of the charm like i think like as as major as that feels right now which honestly to me personally it doesn't i think 10 years from now when we're looking at this shit if we do complain about the movie like it's probably just not even going to be related to that honestly Mm -hmm. yeah somebody made the point uh, when I was reading like an article, they were comparing like the MCU now to like Star Wars twenty years ago. Like they're saying, basically the MCU of this generation is basically Star Wars. So I totally uh, feel that I can see that. Yeah. 
So I yeah. just feel like because now it's just such at like epic proportions that I feel like whenever like a Marvel movie, a certain tier of Marvel movie comes out, because I feel like not all of them are the same uh, or treated the same. I feel like when a Marvel movie drops, I feel like Captain Marvel. Stops. Like, like, yeah, like whenever Endgame drops, <laughs> it's like Captain Marvel. <laughs> like that shit. I don't know. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm probably in the minority. I actually really was looking forward to the Captain Marvel movie because I just like Captain Marvel. But I understand that like not a lot of people are gonna fuck with it because you know just what it I is. Just, I just I didn't mean, think it was needed. It wasn't. The movie wasn't. Yeah, I feel like she didn't necessarily need a whole movie per se. Like I don't know the whole origin story behind her and shit's like cool. But I just think it was kind of a rush job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like they didn't take. I feel like that one wasn't really made with like a lot of love. Like how you? I know how you just said like they're tiered up with the Marvel right. movies. People put Ant Man in like probably like the mid to low tier, but those movies are actually yeah. really yeah. good yeah. Uh, to me anyway. And I feel like those were made with love, but I just don't feel like Captain Marvel was like I don't, I don't know. I think they kind of just like rushed in. Was just like okay, yeah, we got to introduce this character. She had potential. Brings me to yeah, my, but my thing is, yeah. it's like origin stories for characters that are typically OP. Like, like Captain Marvel is like a like a top tier, like hero in the Marvel universe because she's just kind of so OD. But like the watching the origin yeah. story for that is kind of boring because you know that whatever mediocre villain that they have, they're just gonna get bodied in the most like outrageous fashion. Whereas I, that's why everybody likes Spider Man, right? Because Spider Man gets bodied. I don't agree, man. I, I I think like if you look at Guardians, like oh like nobody really knew it. Even like faithful comic book fans didn't know what to expect with a Guardians movie. And I think, but it's just hands down, like Guardians, movies. if it's not the best, it's still in the top three. And that's like I think. A Guardians Absolutely. like redefined like what an origin story was for Marvel to me personally. I- but right, but also to that point, yeah. right, they aren't built to be like this. They're not built to be like the Superman of the Marvel universe, right? They, the Guardians team is unique because they have rotating heroes that come in and out of that series, right? I mean, so Peter Quill's dad is a it. planet, bro. Like that's that, that's pretty up there. Like, uh, oh, what'd you say? Hold on, you're. Oh yeah, yeah. He said he's talking about Star Lord's dad. Yeah, I mean that's oh, that true. that's pretty oh, high tier. I mean they were like literally just like tiptoeing around Infinity Stones, bro. Like that was like light work to them. I, I think that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that was just like some regular shit. Like I, I like how uh, Guardians of the Galaxy made like the scale of the MCU like bigger. Because, like, a lot of... Prior to Gar- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, like, all the MCU movies were basically, like, yeah, on Earth and true. shit. And everything was kind of contained to, like, fucking... Except for like, Thor. New York. Except for Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, other than Thor. But Thor was just... Uh, is Asgard is, like... Uh, it's not a planet. It's, like, a different fucking... That's, like, a suburb of Earth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, like, we weren't really seeing too much shit, like, about space and, like, what was beyond that other than, like, yeah, we weren't really seeing too much shit about space. So, like, Guardians of the Galaxy really expanded the MCU for me, and I really liked that. Like, it, because now you can kind of see anything. Like, aliens and shit will be, like, regular, like, characters now. To me, personally, I feel like, I I think we are really forgiving, but, like, if if you go back and actually look at... Marvel films, just Marvel, not even like going to Fox and everything else. Marvel's dropped a lot of hot 
garbage, man. And I feel like when Guardians came around, like they gave us the first recognizable soundtrack in Marvel, which is fucking huge. They gave us yeah. like characters that we love and they gave us like proper like pacing and development. I feel like Guardians was one of like the the first ones that I saw that I was like, okay, this isn't just adult comic book movie. Like I could hand this to somebody that doesn't know shit about superheroes, comics, anything, and it's still just really, really enjoyable. And I don't yeah, think that's Yeah, it started fast. making shit like more accessible to like the common person. And I feel like yeah. when you're doing such like a niche thing, like comic book movies or like anime movies or like adaptations and shit like that, like I feel like you need to make it accessible to like everybody because I feel like that's just good writing. Like, I feel like that's a sign of a true writer if you can make an adaptation, like, accessible to anybody. Like, um... And that's a hard thing to juggle, too. Especially when you gotta keep the the core fan base excited enough to get other people to watch it, Yeah, but then you gotta also tie in, like, those motifs and shit that'll apply to, like, the everyday person who isn't necessarily into the series and shit like that. Like, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy, bro. Like... It didn't feel like I was watching, like, a Marvel movie. It, like, how uh, Donnie just said, it just seems like... Yeah, I felt like I was just watching, like, a good movie. Like, yeah. Just a like good movie, period. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They really... They nailed everything with that shit, so... And I think one thing that they did really well in that movie that kind of stands out to me is they did really good at developing multiple characters at one time, which is something that I feel like... Like, if you watch an Avengers movie, typically there's characters in that movie that get shafted like for instance uh scarlet being like such a really od character like she's just kind of like uh, a figment in the background until like for like five minutes she does a thing and then that's it she just goes back to the corner right yeah but like in guardians i feel like everybody gets equal screen time there's a reason to like each of the characters like everybody has their favorite guardian so it's uh I don't know. I feel like they do a really good job of balancing everything. And then, like you said, it's not even just a good Marvel movie. It's just a good movie, period, which makes it top tier. I think the Guardians have um, very... I don't know. I think they have, like, some of the most compelling backstories out of, like, all the characters in the MCU, I feel. So I think that's why some characters will get, like, shafted, like you said, like, I fuck with Scarlett Johansson and like I think Black Widow is like cool, rest in peace. But I just don't think like her, uh, like her backstory or like what she has to her. She I don't think her character has enough depth to me. Like it kind of just seems like she's literally like the female spy chick, and there's like so many fucking movies about those. She's even played yeah, one. She's like female cat basically, without like being as strong or. Like anything like that. Yeah, I mean, it's just like <laughs> salt, you know what I'm saying? Or like Lucy or some shit like that. Fucking salt. Like, <laughs> I forgot all of She's getting her, uh, they're making her a solo movie though. Yeah. So I had I have my theories about that. I was thinking that that was going to be an Origins movie, but then I was like, what's the point? Then somebody brought up the point that the stones still exist. So it's a possibility that uh, somebody could go grab a stone and then bring her back. Like you can bring her back with a soul stone. But that would require a sacrifice, so I, I don't know how that's gonna work. Well, I didn't. Um, that's damn. I might have to. You might have to link me to that, cause like I remember in Endgame, like uh, it was either Bruce or Cap that was like, yeah, I tried to bring her back, but like they couldn't do it. So I don't know. I wonder if you can um, revive somebody that's been sacrificed for the soul song. 
Mm, like I wonder if there's a rule well, like against this, that. But they put them back though, right? They put all of the soul stones back per se. Well, that's yeah, they so said. they put all of the so anybody who was removed for this mm-hmm. from the snap they can put back, but if somebody dies outside of the snap, they're dead. That's what I'm saying. But, yeah, yeah, but the soul stone itself is different because it can like alter. I mean, it's not the soul stone. The reality stone can like alter reality. There's a I think there's a combination of stones that you can actually bring somebody back. It's fucking weird. You would think that you could bring them back with the snap. There's a bunch of rules to it that doesn't make sense. Interesting. But okay. I feel like there's definitely gonna be plot holes there. And I truthfully, I think every movie that comes online, at least for like this next phase, whoever's new arc is starting, there's probably gonna be like some point where they ask us for a little forgiveness. Like, look, I know this doesn't make all that much sense, but if, if you could just roll with us, we can get rock and roll. Oh yeah, I'm gonna still fuck with the movies. Yeah. I'm not even gonna like nitpick right. super hard, but I it's just I'm, I spent too much money. I'm too invested in this shit. Yeah, I'm about to watch I can't like say like, fuck it already. Like eleven years in, like I, I mean, I think they did a damn good job tying in everything that they did. Yeah, you know? and it's just just never been done before. Like it's, it's crazy. Like yeah. So like kind of while we're on that topic, right? So the way that Endgame leaves off. And we kind of seen the next couple of series that are gonna come out of the MCU, but uh, I'm just throwing this up here. What do you guys think? What would be like your ideal like next end game? Like, what would what would you want to see as like maybe the next big bad for the MCU or or whatever? I want to truthfully. Mm, that would be I want to. That'd like, be nice, bro. He is literally. The most bad ass not nah, really in MCU. Doom no. nigga, everybody was trying to run Doom Faye, bro. Like he was OP, he achieved like God he status. He a Galactus. Like I, nigga had his own country. Like it was just he, yeah, I don't know. He I was, was just about to bring that he up. He was a fucking boss. Like I, is that is he comparable? I mean um, you think he's comparable to like Thanos? Hmm. Like as like so that's what I'm but, saying. But like, Thanos is like a cosmic the- level, almost. So he's kind of like the Marvel version of like Dark Side. But so, Doom kind of like, I if don't correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't he achieve like damn near cosmic level like abilities, like through his yeah, conquests and, and he's, shit? Doom has done some really wild shit, but the, his fault in the comics is like bad writing. So like, he'll have like some really godlike. End game, and then he'll like slip on a banana peel, and then like his shit will just fall apart. So, like, so, uh, truthfully, I feel like if we if we get another villain, I, I really hope that like we step away from like the sympathetic villain, like for a second. I love that, but at the same time, like like I'm watching Game of Thrones now type shit, where it's like, or you look at the villain there, there is no love. Like, there's there's never a moment where you're like, fuck, I, I really feel for this person. And if you do, you feel bad about it. I kind of want more villains where, like, this shit is definitive. Because I think even a Doom, there's so many moments where, like, Doom will low-key save the day. Yeah. Like, because this is his planet, yeah. too. So if there's some cosmic shit going on, he's, like, inclined to step in and be like, yo, this is my shit. But otherwise, like, you can't do it So like who that. could fill the shoes? I fuck with- I'm thinking maybe Galactus. That's yeah, like, yeah, a lot of people yeah. been talking about Galactus. I fuck with villains though that I can kind of like, not necessarily attach myself to, 
but villains that actually have like some type of uh yeah purpose or it gives me like some type of moral um ambiguity like with thanos like Mm. he was such a great villain just because like i feel like he he was really a philosopher despite i feel like he was wrong though because i just feel like um nobody should nobody like no mortal i guess is has the ability to be like judge jury and fucking executioner but he had his own philosophy though and i actually understood where he was coming from and he felt as if you know, he was trying to do something for, like, the greater good. Like, I love villains like that. Like, niggas, like, um... But that's what, like... Even, even... That's... Oh, what were you gonna say? You can go ahead. I mean, I was gonna say, that. that's what, like, any, like... I don't even want to put... I mean, like, Hitler, like... Okay, yeah, was I was gonna... Somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like... <laughs> but, I mean, no, I get you. I get you. Can I saying. just... They all, Thanos guys... Like, can I just say with Thanos... Like, when I was saying, like, earlier, I feel like when I was watching Infinity War, one, in comparison, I'm going to be real. I, I feel like I'm one of the people that likes Endgame more than Infinity War. And surprisingly enough, I feel like I hear, like, a lot better Infinity War reviews than Endgame, like, just across the board. Even when I look at, like, what the movies did in other countries. So, like, somewhere down the line, people kind of agreed, like, okay, the actual product here is, like, slightly better. But I think it's because you have that Thanos presence in Infinity War where you're like, yo, like, this guy is really determined. And he can actually do it. As opposed to where you come in the end game and then go back in time, it changes the Thanos that we're dealing with. And it's like you go from having this character that has all this conviction. It's like, yo, by any means necessary, I got to do this because I'm doing the right thing. And then when you leave off in that movie, you're kind of like, shit, like, was he right? Like, he, how could he even get this far if he wasn't? But then when they go back in time, they just kind of make him like, okay, I just got to kill you all now. When it's like, that's not really his character. Like, if it was the first one, we would have felt a lot different about who he was just in general. Agreed. That's why I prefer, I actually prefer Infinity War to Endgame just because, like, I don't know, bro. I, that is a really good fucking, like, film. Like, I feel like that mm-hmm. movie is just about Thanos. And I feel like everybody yeah. else is, like, supporting cast. Because it's just like, bro, they've been hyping up Thanos for, like, what? At least six, six seven years. years. Like, half a decade, bro. And it's just like, you finally see this nigga. And he like, yeah, I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. Like, he out here in his bag. You know what I'm saying? Getting these stones he and shit. <laughs> he did it, bro. He won. And I feel like that's new as fuck for, uh, like, the genre of superhero movies. Like, there aren't too many, like, big, major, you know what I'm saying, superhero films where, like, the villain actually wins. Like, shit like that only happens in comics or, like, animated films and stuff like that. So... That happened in Star Wars for, uh... Which movie was it? Help me out, Avery. Um... Um... I mean, Empire. Oh, yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Like, that's, like, what I would call our, our... I put that in quotations. Our Empire Strikes Back is... I think War. that the generation that we have, like, going to the movies right now are people that are more obsessed with the anti-hero as opposed to a hero. Like, we like yeah. our heroes, like, to be, like, a little dirty, and we like our bad guys to be, like, kind of good. Like, every, like we, we really want to see everything kind of fall in line at this point. And it, it's just that arc. And you can see that kind of across the board where you see yourself falling in love with both sides of it just as much. I think that 
once we start to get away from that, though, like the lines will look different. And I don't know how long it'll last, but I think we're getting to that point where we kind of want to start to distinguish it again, where it's like you kind of just want to go to a theater and like just fucking hate who you're supposed to hate. I feel like that's not. uh, Oh, I feel like I feel like that's not realistic, though. Like, think about, okay, reality, for example, like our reality that we live in, everything's not necessarily always so black and white. Like, people have different motives for, like, doing their shit. There are some things we can definitively say that's like, yeah, it's right and it's wrong. But I I just don't, I don't know. I feel like the way movies and shit are, like, written now, I feel like it's more of a reflection of, like, the moral gray areas we deal with on a day-to-day basis. And I think that's why... I personally appreciate like villains like Thanos or like even villains in anime uh, like Itachi, for example, like great writing when it comes to him. Like it just makes you think about that moral shit. And it's kind of just like, well, people had to do what they had to do for certain shit. Even Griffith from Berserk. Bro, that's a whole. That's a whole. Different, that's a that's whole. A whole but see, but I would. I would love to like get into detail with that though see, another time. But yeah, that's definitely that's yeah. Right that's definitely a. Uh, <laughs> But Pete, this exactly. though, um, I think the thing that does work in the MCU's favor so well is that um, each of the interpretations of the characters that we know now have some type of gray area. Like I've seen people sit and argue for an hour on whether Cap is actually like as pure as what he's like sold to be. Because in the MCU, like he's he's kind of like low key selfish, but that's not like what he's sold as, right? But that's also what makes these movies so good is that there isn't a defined line. There's a bunch of space to argue, and I think that's good for the fandoms. And it's, of course, good for the brand at that I point. I think when it comes to it, though, like, if you look at somebody like Cap, I think when you look at, like, his greatest moment, it's like, yo, Cap is consistent. Like, no matter what the fuck is going on, Cap is going to look for the right thing to do. And even when he's getting his ass kicked at the very end, where, like, nobody's there to save his life, and it's just him and his fucking virtue, he chooses that, and he stands up. And he's the only motherfucker that's worthy to hold up the hammer, so it has to count for something. What I'm saying is, like, if we come back into another arc where, like, if you introduce the X-Men and rather than going right into another Magneto where it's like, damn, I really like both sides. I kind of want to play with the idea of having somebody that's just straight evil for the sake of being evil. And I, don't, I think that character art still works like a Mr. Sinister. Like, bro, he's not the most popular villain, but he's popular enough and he fucks with people enough to the point where it's like, if you get to see somebody like him in the shadows, like from his beginning arc point, like, God damn, you'd be like, yo, Sinister's gotta fucking go. And by the time you build that shit up, you're like, oh, this is just such an incredible piece of work. I think it'd be no different than like, the Batman and Joker dynamic. There's never really a point where you're rooting for the fucking Joker, but you love seeing that character for sure. I feel that you want somebody, you mm. want a villain that's literally just like a fucking <laughs> savage. That's just bad. Like, Period. Like, I feel like we can, like, like yeah, we can no. do it. Yeah, I, I yeah, feel like okay, if you, nah, I can, I can see where you're coming from there. Yeah, yeah, but who would fill that spot though? Like, I'm trying to think of an, a villain that's just savage on a cosmic level. Like Thanos was like that nigga for that, right? So like, I just can't. I'm trying to think in my head other than like Galactus, who just wants to destroy everything, right? Like, I mean, it's gotta be. Galactus. You've got like Mephisto, and I mean, you've got you've got people up there, man. Like you've got some like god tier people. The thing is, it's like 
if we if we were to do it, like I don't know if we could start that far out. Like we can't go right back into like a Galactus type situation where this motherfucker is literally just eating planets. So I feel like we, Galactus. Yeah, no, nah, they would have to do several fucking movies. For they would sure. have to really set that up properly. Like uh, we would have to get the Silver Surfer too. Yeah, they, I mean, they got Fantastic Man. Four back now, so... Yeah. Oh, that last movie, bro, <clears throat> I, th- I... Bro... I didn't even watch it. it didn't even want to go to... I fuck I with it. I don't really fuck it. with the Fantastic Four. Yeah. I think they're cool. Um, I used to... I think that's, like, before our yeah. generation, because we're all, like, the same age. But, like, yeah, our like generation the is the X-Men shit, generation, but, I, but, like... Oh, my dad loves Fantastic Four. Yeah, but see, I like see, I like Doom mm-hmm. though. Like Doom is one of my favorite I, fucking villains. So when I realized they shit the bed same. with like the Fantastic Four movie, I was like, "Fuck, I'm not gonna get twice." I was like, "Bro, twice. I'm not gonna get to see like Doctor Doom like be a badass for like 20 years." I might actually shed tears if legit, I see Nah, like legit, MCU. bro. Like I might lose my shit. Then they try to make. Didn't they try to make They Galactus, did like, in the Silver Surfer movie, yeah, or uh, uh, the second Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, yeah it was a fucking like in the, space tornado. Yeah. I was underwhelmed. I was like, bro, what is this? Oh, wait, hold on. For some reason, that just jogged my memory, dude. I forgot Dormammu's already established in the fucking MCU. Dormammu, oh would yeah, be a fucking really dope okay. I think. So yeah. here's 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 my here's my proposal for the next phase, right? Because I think after this next big phase, there's gonna be uh the Avengers versus X Men. No. I think that's gonna be like the next next one. No. But peep. But peep, watch this, right? So you do Dormammu, you do a collection of bads, right? So you do Dormammu, you can do like Blackheart, and you can do some other ones that are like straddling like like planet level, almost cosmic level. And then just have like a group of them, and then there's like a bigger bad behind them, and then have that be the focus for like the next couple of movies. And then once they do that, have the damage from like the fight be so big that now they're fighting amongst themselves on whether like heroes can even be like our heroes being like somebody we should worry about, right? And then that starts the whole huh. Avengers versus X Men as war. Can I be real, man? Like. I feel like when I go back and rewatch like Civil War, I'm like so underwhelmed that I really like truly like want to wait. Yeah, Civil now that we're past it, it yeah. Now that we're Civil past War it. came out though, bro. I went. To, I thought that I was it, like two, three times. Civil War had dope I think Civil moments, War. but we they, had they, all those characters for so long now. Like I think that movie loses its novelty because like that was I like just, our first look at Spider-Man and Black Panther. Yeah, like yeah. it was just crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like for the story that Civil War has, like in the comics, they just it was just too much. Like the, it was too short of time that they spent on it, which kind of sucks. I mean, because the movies, but that's like. One of the greatest. Yeah, definitely. I feel like they could have made that way yeah, bigger. They could have made it more exaggerated. Like I, they, I feel like the Civil War arc could have been two movies. Yes, know. they could have yeah. made that two movies. Yeah. Yes. Y'all yeah, don't, don't want that to be that. a. Y'all don't want that to be the case with AVX, man. That would be. There's already so many people that would be missing from that now that are like fucking this officially retired. That it would be different. Like if they were to do it, man. Like you would really want to like. Be just as I would want to be as invested in AVX as I was in Endgame, not Civil War. I don't know. 
I don't know, Donnie, let me tell you something. If you put, if you take the Deadpool cast and then just shift them over to the MCU, you're telling me you don't want to see an AVX with that? It's not to say I don't want to see it, but I would want, like, I feel like when you go back and you watch Endgame, like, what made that so special was that, like, yo, this this mattered. I feel like when I watched Civil War, it didn't really matter. Like, there was more stuff to come, and it was, it felt rushed. There were cool moments, but it wasn't the same, like, kind of catastrophe is like the comic like that scale of the comic there was a lot of shit that hit the fan before it ever got to that point there were more reasons they were more justified as to like why there would be an all-out war and their friends died on both sides you know they were they were like super invested in that when i came into endgame i was like yo this is this is really it like contracts are up like, I saw people retiring left and right all throughout that fucking movie. Like, just all the way to the very end. And then you get to this point where you're crying. If I went into AVX, I'd want to go into it with the same amount of just, like, dedication as I'm going into Endgame. Not necessarily Civil War, where I'm like, uh, like, all this shit isn't going to matter. And it kind of didn't. Even just to go back and watch that movie, like, the replay value is... Uh, it's kind of rough, man. I, I would, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I think, but yeah, I think that at the time, right? Because Civil War was the first major MCU. Literally, fucking everybody's that in that movie, had. bro. And, and I think really the bit. I feel like the right. biggest boost to Civil War was Spider Man because that's the first time like you see him in the MCU because. They did it right. Yeah, they, they did, did this shit so right. fucking well. So it's kind of just, I feel like it was yeah. a real big hype thing. I, Civil War, to me, I keep forgetting that that's a Captain America movie, bro. I swear to God, it's an Avengers movie. Like, let me tell it. Like, I like Civil War better than the first Avengers, though. I feel like the first Avengers is mid as shit, and I, I don't like that's, that movie. That's blasphemy, That shit was okay. Bro. I, f- I feel like when I like go back and actually watch the Marvel movies, like, that ass like there's so many of them that are just like dry like you really watch them like the second avengers i can't even stay awakened the I thor movies with the exception of ragnarok are ass yeah they, I, they did kind of there's a ultron, there's as much as I, I do like ultron i love me some ultron but no trust me there's like several marvel movies that are like not that great that do not stand the test thor of time but too. i remember all of them Oh yeah, uh, Ragnarok was okay. That's the best one. Ragnarok is like half a Hulk movie. Like half of Ragnarok yeah, is literally Planet yeah. Hulk. Like Thor on his own is boring. And truthfully, that's what a lot of characters in Marvel movies like suffer from. 100%. You know, like Spider Man has like most of the villains that you like. <laughs> like just facts. Spider Man and X Men have most of the villains that people recognize and even give Absolutely. a shit about. Everybody else has. I think. One or two people, and we didn't even discover all of those. Like the Mandarin and Iron Man, that was really was disappointing because that's like his most OP villain. Because <laughs> the Mandarin is such a fire fucking villain, bro. Ha- I- have y'all seen Iron Man Armored Adventures? No. It was the fuck, bro. It's so good. It was this fucking um, like CGI animated show. It came on Nicktoons. It had two seasons. Uh, bro, I did see that. I they did, did like that, all yeah. the good Iron Man arcs, adapted them so well, and like the Mandarin was such a good character. So that was my first time, like, really getting exposed to the Mandarin. Well, except for, like, the 90s cartoon, like, when they would show reruns of it, which was also pretty good. But I was like, damn, the Mandarin's a fucking dope-ass villain. I'm like, I really hope they do him Iron Man. I don't really fuck with the Iron Man movies because they never picked the Mandarin. Like, they did... Who's the first villain? Was it Obadiah Stane? Oh, shit. Mm. Yeah, it's the first... 
the Big Lebowski. I know what? in Iron Man 2 they did Whiplash, and then in Iron Man 3 they did like AIM and the fucking, um, the fucking other guy. I don't remember his name, but they weren't good villains at all. I was just like, why the fuck didn't y'all do the Mandarin? Then in Iron Man 3 they turned the Mandarin into a fucking parody, and I was just like, dude, you, Donnie is right. They, there's not the only, there's only like a few memorable yeah. villains from this. this yeah, movie. I mean, Loki was like the main villain for a lot of people for a really long time, bro. Corny. Now, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you go back and you watch that first Avengers movie, I think that movie made me feel like the very first Spider Man did, like the very first X Men did, where it was like, it was definitive. It was like, Holy shit, like it's never been like this. When that first Spider-Man came out, to go back and watch it now, it's kind of campy. But when that very first one came out and you were a kid in the fucking theater back in 2000, 2001 or whatever, and that shit was on the screen, you were like, fuck, like I didn't think this would ever be a thing, you know? (laughs) Yo, hey, but the Spider-Man, Spider-Man, hey, Spider-Man, too, yeah, Spider-Man 2 was good, bro. Like, the writing was fucking good because I feel like Doc Ock in that movie was one of those villains where you were kind of just like, you fell for him. He didn't, he wasn't necessarily like a deep philosophical, like yeah. morally gray character. He just had bad fucking luck. And like, it, it really shows that like your circumstances can really like drive you to like be on some other shit, even though you don't want to be. Like, I could watch that, like, watching that movie, I could tell he didn't want to be evil and shit. So, like, I really felt for him. I, mm-hmm. I think that we look at, I think we, like, look at these characters and it's like, I, like, there's some characters that come out where you look at that and you're like, shit, man, this is, like, it. Like, when I saw, when I saw Logan for the first time, I was like, yo, this is way fucking better than I thought it would be. But, like, towards the end where you see him really, like, dying and she's like you can't break them all i had to look at hugh jackman and be like dude this guy's been my wolverine for like 20 fucking years like he really put it all on the line like not everything they made was good but they gave him a proper send-off and it's the same thing with the avenger with the last avengers not every avengers that came out was necessarily good not every marvel movie that came out was good but when you saw that first avengers you walked out of that theater like fuck dude there's this is real like they took it to another level and it's about to be different and to see them close it off that was the most proper fucking send off like it was every bit of closure I needed and they gave us everything they had like Robert Downey is Iron Man like I don't even know how he's gonna like be somebody else at this point honestly yeah bro I was just a lot of of bro like yeah Yeah. (laughs) Robert took a character that was like mid-tier to everybody else and like made him one of everybody's yeah, favorite characters. To, exactly. Like, up, niggas ain't fuck with Iron Man like that. Like they that's what I not, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I remember uh, me and Ice, we we're playing like we were replaying Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Uh, I think we're replaying two right now. And like it was, I was having flashbacks because I was like being a kid. Like I played Spider Man through that game. Like every Ultimate Alliance, those two Ultimate Alliance games I played. Like I fucking I was Spider Man. And Spider-Man was, like, that nigga. He's, like, top-tier superhero. And I remember being, like, a kid, and, like, I was seeing Iron Man. I'd be like, Iron Man? What the fuck? <laughs> like, I feel like, like he's up on Iron Man like that. Like, he just wasn't... He just wasn't a good superhero. Hey, like... The only... The only thing Iron Man was good for was uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. Bro, I was just the, about uh, to say that. That's, that's yeah. why... That's actually why I fucked with uh, Iron Man. 
And that's actually why like Cable is like one of my personal favorite heroes is because I just remember putting so much time into that game and those characters are so iconic in that game. But outside of that, like nobody gave a fuck about those characters, but like I would say that for even Thor too. Like a little different. I'm I'm a little different because like I was growing up like reading comics and like into that shit. So like for me, it was different. Like for me, it was a big deal to see Iron Man on the screen because like I wanted him to have as much depth to him as he did in the comics. Like he's not, he honestly wasn't just like some playboy. Like you couldn't be like second to Captain America, or, like even his equal and still just not be shit. Like he was a womanizer, an alcoholic. He was a torture genius, you know? Like Iron Man in comics was just as interesting as Kanye is in real life. Like Damn, that what? Yeah, yeah. Now, That's a fucking bar. Wow. That's a fucking bar. Okay. Damn. Like he he was, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like I think there's characters that were like that. Like there's there's a few of them that were like that. I mean, even just like like Captain America, like Steve Rogers. I think that the most compelling thing about him is that when you look at somebody like Wolverine in a comic book, Wolverine doesn't listen to any fucking body ever about anything. He has no right. reason to. That is consistent because he's just like I'll kill you. But when it comes to Cap, he's like I'll fuck with Cap. When you read AVX and Hulk's like literally, literally in a fucking cave somewhere, just like trying not to fucking destroy everything, Cap's like, yo, I need you. And you see Hulk come out like Hulk fight for Cap. Like that's a big fucking deal. And when you start to explore their character arcs and their developments, you're like, why is this character like that? And in the comics, they have dope moments. I think at that point, it's up to Marvel to say, okay, how do we bring out the elements of these characters to make them interesting? And I think sometimes you have to rebrand where you have like Blade, where it's like, yo, Wesley Snipes is so fucking good at Blade. He just became Blade. Like they went with Wesley Snipes for like the comics going forward. Like they changed that character. You know, I think that Tony, like they just made him as interesting as he was in the comics from like that first Iron Man and in these Avengers movies to where you were like, shit, like I, I gotta I gotta recognize game. Well because you know? what, so I, I think they went a long way. What makes Iron Man um such a great character isn't necessarily like his work as a superhero. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's done like great shit obviously, but it's his personal life really that uh makes Facts. him stand out. And I feel like back in the day because um the way their storytelling was like in the media and shit like that niggas are always like suited up and shit like even in the fucking 90s iron man cartoon like he spent most of his time like being iron man you didn't necessarily really see tony stark you didn't necessarily see like the human side i guess per se of um like tony stark and shit like that probably because it was a more he had a very mature story arc i feel like so to try to put him dealing with like narcissism and like alcoholism and like you know what i'm saying being like a playboy and shit like that you couldn't necessarily like do that too much back then i feel like in the media mm-hmm. but definitely as mm. time passed on like you definitely started seeing more mature story arcs in um like kids cartoons like i don't know if y'all watched the show but it used to come on kids wb the batman yeah that shit had like five Fucking seasons. Right. Bro. The yeah. writing on that yep. shit was yep. so good. It was it was like that. It was really a mature show. I know this is like a Marvel. That's, that's I know this is like a Marvel podcast episode, but like, 
The DC animated series are so all good, bro. Fucking top tier. All I, they have I think to I've do, only seen. All they have to do is let the let them boys, whoever doing them animated joints, do the. Yeah, you think it's a <laughs> Like yeah, I just don't just understand. Movies, bro. It's yeah. really like the hard. Like the DC animated universe is so fucking good, and like it started in the nineties. Bro, Batman animated series. Batman animated series. Bro, Superman, I watched that, that now. I watched that series now. Like, I was watching it recently, and the animation on that shit is unmatched, bro. Like, and the movies, the yeah. Batman animated And they did that shit by the hand. Voiceovers. Like, they drew that shit by hand. It wasn't no computer's bit. Like, it was fucking all hand drawings that they did. That's what makes that shit amazing. I was so excited for uh, Suicide Squad because I saw the. <sighs> The the animated one, like a year before, I'm like, yo, this shit's about to be fire. Yeah. yeah I'll good. say, I I think those DC animated features, like shows, I mean, like Young Justice is still like it's up so there. Good. Like, so, just, good. Just, so, so good. Bro. good this bro. is so good. And then you've got like just the movies that come out. But I think the I think the reason like why you don't have some of those directors like your Bruce Timms, your Jay Olivas, like people like that that don't step out of that realm is because they know that they can't put that same product in a theater. And I'm saying that in the sense that when they drop the animated features, they drop that with the fans in mind, like actual dedicated comic book fans, and they build off of those arcs. For instance, if you look at Thor Ragnarok, that's clearly somebody with some insight to not just comic books. That's somebody with insight to the Marvel Universe. That's not literally somebody just saying like, okay, let me look up a Thor fucking comic, like first one that comes yeah, on Google, read yeah. this and pull from that and then give the idea of it. I think the directors that they have on the DC side, I think most of those people aren't necessarily comic book enthusiasts. It's people that just kind of get that. Like if you look at Superman versus Batman, you can clearly see where somebody like went and they took like the grittier Batman and put that on the front where it's like the only reason why that works in the comic and then a, a hour and 15 minute piece that they put together for us is because we've already established that this isn't what Batman is usually like and that's what adds the weight to it as opposed to starting off an entire series where Batman is fucking shooting people in the street that's not really the image that you want to see and I think that's a huge part of like why they're flopping I think they need to bring in other people that can do that but at the same time they need they need somebody like the Marvel sense where it's like they understand the comics, they understand the universe, but they can still spin that into something that's on a wider scale, which is, again, why I give Guardians so much praise, because I think they made that lane possible for other things. Like, I don't think we could have a Black Panther without a Guardians, if I'm being honest. It it trains the audience a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It gets them, like, prepared for that type of storytelling and, like, that type of writing. Like, Guardians was a great intro, like, to that because I feel like after Guardians, I think the writing style of the Marvel movies like definitely evolved. Yeah, I think <clears> you <throat> can even tell because a lot of the Guardians style, even like the pacing of some of the humor, bled over yeah, to it Thor, bleeds, yep. and it changed like that movie drastically. Like Thor movies were just kind of like we're just trying to see how this is gonna tie into Endgame, basically. But then Thor Ragnarok was like way more watchable because it seemed to like they gave Thor more of a personality they kind of went off from like the comics or whatever they were trying to do before and they're just like let's just kind of play around with the character a little bit and i feel like it worked out for 
for the, yeah, the MCU Thor, a little better. I, uh, I remember I was in middle school. I went to see Thor like in the theaters. And I was like, yo, I hate this nigga. Like I was, I was like, I hate. I was like, I hate this movie. I was like, I hate his fucking character. I was like, I pray to God, like he develops. I was like, I want them. I said this. I was like, I want them to strip him of everything. And eventually, you know, they did. And I was by by the time like Infinity War rolled around, like Infinity War is the movie that made me like Thor. I hadn't watched like any of the Thor movies, so I didn't know what the you know what I mean. I didn't know anything that happened. So like there was a scene. Where um he was like going off, he was kind of venting, and he was like, "Yeah, I lost my mom, I lost this, I lost that." I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I, I spoke this into existence. I was like, "Wow, they took everything from you. Now you're like human." Because he was actually like, he's just too OP to like give him. Yeah, that's why I didn't like him. For, the same reason I don't like Thor. Mm. The same reason I don't really fuck with Superman like that. Yeah, it's understandable. <laughs> it's like they're not relatable. Did, they don't. Yeah, like have... I can't attach myself. Have yeah. You know, yeah. Have you? I disagree, I disagree, man. I think Superman, I think he's a character, like, truthfully, that gets treated wrong. Because I feel like when you look at Superman in those animated, and when you, when you see him in those animated features, if you go back and watch the Superman show, mind you, that's Bruce Timm. Like, he's doing Superman justice in the animated show. You'll be just as surprised as you are with, like, Batman, like where it's like that shit has become iconic. If you go back and watch that shit, it's like the definitive Superman. And we see Superman in a part of the Justice League in the realm of like other shows or even just like around other heroes. He is the big gun, but at the same time, like he's human. Like, for instance, if you watch the Superman movie, I think I get irritated because they only like attach him to Lois Lane, where it's like, okay, if. Lois isn't here. He doesn't really care about the earth, which to me is like not normal. That's just not even a healthy relationship as opposed to saying like, okay, this is this is like Clark Kent first where it's like he's a fucking I don't know. He's a country boy like his fucking parents live here. He grew up here like he like didn't grow up Superman. He grew up like some fucking kid like in the stick somewhere and like he has a real job and fucking mortgage and everything else he has to take care of i mean it's just like there's more depth to that character and i think the whole point of him is like okay who would we be if we had the power of superman like do you have it in you to hold it all together and not punch a fucking hole in the earth every time you got upset because you really could if you were superman but he keeps himself in check and when you measure him up to the characters around him in that animated universe, you're like, yo, like Batman seems more diabolical than Superman in some of those spots where it's like, you're like, shit, like he literally has something waiting to kill everyone if need be. Like Superman's not yeah, that Batman's fucking like guy. actually kind of a psycho. Like, he, no, no, no. Yeah. I think that's what makes him so good. fucking villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? He definitely creates like more problems for himself, but I think that just stems from like a deeper like psychological pathological issue he has like with himself which even if you look at all the robins that he had yeah like each one of them had like a huge fucking issue like it's i mean batman (laughs) done been through a lot though for real so yeah he put a whole bunch of people through a lot too (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying and like people yeah that's why i fuck with um nightwing uh you know what i'm saying yeah really i thought you would have been a uh a Jason Todd guy, but I'll let you go. Nah, first Tim Drake, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I like Tim Drake a lot because he um he branched off me. Wait, the first is Dick no, Grayson. Yeah, I'm bugging like, not Tim Drake, but fucking oh, shit, Dick Grayson. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm ashamed. 
Anyway, yeah, fucking Dick yeah. Grayson. Dick Grayson's uh, my guy. He fucking Pete, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, Bruce was like kind of a nut and he was like, nah, I kind of want to like go do my own thing. And I think that was one of the first instances that made me kind of think, well, like, damn, is, you know what I'm saying? Batman isn't necessarily like the, gr- uh, I guess he's not, he's not, yeah, he's not perfect and he's not like in the morally right area so much. Like, I, it started bringing up the whole moral gray area thing. So that's why I like Dick Grayson is my guy. Like uh, I feel like he's, I think he's like the light to Batman for sure. But I also think that if you look across like the entire DC universe, I don't know if there's anybody that's more trusted. Like I don't know if there's anybody like else in that universe that can literally walk in any other room and just people be like, all right, like I know I can trust this fucking guy. Yeah. Like he's put in the time, the sidekick. And on his own, like he's the only. As a matter of fact, like he's like the only like sidekick I can truly think of that like has their own. Yeah, identity. like he's his own man. That's why I rock with him. Like he evolved in like something different. Like Nightwing is like its own thing now. He like he even moved. You know what I'm saying to his own city. Like he's the Batman of his own city. So definitely I respect that a lot. Scenario. So like I know we're getting off topic, but we're already here, right? So peep. Terry McGinnis, right? Would you consider him basically... I mean, yes, he was supposed to be built to be a predecessor of Batman directly, but would you consider him like a Robin almost? Nah, he's his own nah. man. Yeah, Terry McGinnis... Terry McGinnis is probably... They gotta bring it... They gotta bring Beyond the, back for the culture, bro. They gotta... Yeah, they gotta... Yeah. That, 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 uh, yeah. that series uh, is good as shit, too. Like, it's so good. It holds weight oh, yeah, over all these years, too. That movie is fucking legendary. Oh, too, Return of the Joker? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she oh thinks I'm a guest. That was, like, one of my favorite lines from, like, that series whenever uh, What's-Her-Name showed up, and she thought that she knew who the Joker kid was. Yeah. So so many good points Max. in that series. Yeah, now Batman Beyond was really good. The ending really fucked me up, though. Like, oh, so they, they yeah. completed it, yeah. but, like, in another series. I don't know if you yeah, saw Yeah, um... It wasn't yeah. Static Shock. Justice League. Yeah, Justice it was, League. um... No, I don't think it was Young Justice. It was, uh... No, it was, it was Justice, Justice League. League. It was, was Justice, it Justice League. League? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like Justice that, League. That scenario... So, for those who are completely out of the loop, so... Terry from Batman Beyond was basically, like, genetically modified to be Bruce's son from, uh... What's her name? From Suicide Squad. Uh... Mm-hmm. Fuck, I forgot her name. But, uh... uh basically, she, she genetically... Waller. There you go. Shit, Waller had Amanda genetic- Waller. Amanda yeah, Waller. Yeah, yeah. Amanda Fucking, Waller. uh, he was basically a science project from Waller. And basically, because she was like, well, Batman can't go on forever, so we need another Batman. I can't imagine oh. a world without a Batman. So she, like, made Terry. And you can kind of read the details on that, but that's that's kind of how he came to be. That's why he's so good as Batman, is because he's basically Bruce's son. Yep. But Terry was so different, though. Like, Terry was, like... Like, he just... He was smart in a different way. Which, I mean, like... Nobody's smart the same way Batman is. But it just almost made me wonder, like... Well, did we need a genetically modified Batman? Like, could we have just... I don't know, like, kept Robin around? I feel like we probably would have got the same thing. To some some degree, yeah. But I am happy with this show. at that point... um, I don't think I don't think Dick Grayson really gave a fuck about Gotham for one. 
Um, I don't know what Tim Drake was doing. Like, see, I'm trying to figure out what the timeline was to see if, like, there was Any even still a Robin around. Yeah, or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Where were they at in that development? I think, I, I think like, when it comes down to it, when I look at, like... Like, I don't know, like, Batman always had, like, Alfred, like, who was going to, like, stay there and, and be his rock. So, like, Batman had, like, a dad. And Dick Grayson looked at Batman as his dad, but that was the problem. Like, your dad can't be fucking Batman. Yeah, like, it's it not just a doesn't work cat. like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, speaking it, of... Oh, oh, what were you going to say? Never mind, never mind. It, I'm about to go kind of back to Marvel for a second. Okay, I was about to yeah. Oh, can we talk about the X Men cartoon show? Because from the nineties, uh, man. I don't think Evolution was bad, but there's a bunch of memes. No, I don't like it. I thought it was bad. That sucked me out pretty well. <laughs> I like that show a lot. Uh, I, I it, up. it was a decent thought, Saturday morning. I thought the X Men. Yeah, we were waiting for like it was, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all the other shit to come on later. Shit had. That's man. I felt like the one from the '90s was like just uh, that shit gave me no, the drama. That's the holy grail. Yeah, that was like that a soap opera. The they covered like the craziest fucking arcs. Um, the Sentinel arc yeah. was fucking. Oh my god, bro! Like, I, yeah, man. That there's just moments. I, I feel like that. To be honest, I feel like that X Men cartoon. And then, like, maybe the first two or three seasons of that Spider-Man cartoon where life is, uh, animated from com- the 90s? Yeah, man. Like, the later seasons of that show got weird. Like, by the time we got to, like, this whole vampire arc where it was, like, literally just about some guy I didn't care oh, about. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. the that beginning was really of it. Weird. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they ran out of, like, shit to adapt because they adapted, like, all the cool shit kind of early. Like they did Venom, which is wild to me because like that's what's weird to me though, man. It's like when I look at Spider Man, like he's like, like he's got so many villains to pull out of the fucking bag, bro. Like you could have stories for days, man. Like, like literally, like this next phase of Marvel is probably gonna be mostly Spider Man. Yeah, they're making Spider Man like uh, what Iron Man was to the first phase. Like Spider Man is gonna be like the hub and shit, so. Uh, Maybe Spider-Man they can get the Sinister Six right. Maybe, Bruh, that would be fire. Actually, at the, mm, they were trying the to do Six... it. They were trying to do it with the. Amazing they were gonna. Spider-Man. They were trying to do it with the Garfield movies. They yeah. teased it too. Do you think they um, could hold weight for a whole like uh, bad for an Avengers esque thing, or do you think that'd be too much or too? They'll be too. I feel like, like that wouldn't be. I feel like that wouldn't be like important enough because like Spider Man was, was fading yeah. niggas Dolo. <laughs> this is true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. these fandom niggas, though. I don't think Spider Man would really. I just don't think they could fuck up the the MCU enough. They couldn't shake it up enough. To, you know what I'm saying? To really be like the big bad for like a whole arc. Like, I see them getting like one or two movies. I need they like. Them. I need like Dormammu and Doom and fucking like Blackheart to get in a room and be like, how are we gonna fuck this shit up? So, yeah, like I need, I need some real niggas. You know what I mean? I don't need no. So, like, this is what I wanted to bring tier. up earlier. Um, did y'all read like the Galactus fan theory about Endgame? Nah, uh, give me hell. I think I saw one in passing, but yeah. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it in the Discord real quick. But like, basically, the the dude's trying to say that um, <clears throat> that 
Thanos is trying to save Earth from, which I mean it, it might make a little oh, sense, but it kind of doesn't. Because yeah. he's trying to save uh, Earth from Galactus because he's about to come delete that bit. Yeah, facts. It's just oh why shit, that would be cool. But I feel but, like yeah. they didn't allude to it though, like at all. I mean, like, they they, didn't, they just, couldn't though, because I think he was still. Like, what I'm reading is like he's still like kind of like under X Men a little bit, or fan, or the, the Fox thing, or Fantastic Four. Oh yeah. So they kind of just got that back, but I mean, it they could stretch it that way, but then they're also saying like Doctor Strange knew somebody else was like more powerful than him. So like, I mean, they I don't know, like it could work, but scenario i'm trying to remember if galactus because because there's some characters in the marvel universe that exist outside of multiple dimensions so like let's say if there's like people who are jumping different timelines like they're aware without actually watching them jump timelines i wonder if there's like a villain i can't think of one off the top of my head that's like at that level because i think that the whole point of them jumping and fucking up the timeline i feel like that could be the premise to bait the next big bad yeah, I feel yeah. That's definitely gonna be a catalyst for it, cause whatever villain pops up next is gonna be like, oh, you niggas fucked up. Y'all don't open the multiverse. They could either yeah. be trying to like punish them for that, or they could be using it for like their own gain, because maybe like the universe they're from is like fucked up or like, some shit like that. I don't know. There's a lot of different things that could tie into that. I there's, feel like it'd be dope if they had a villain that um had a fucked up universe and was like, yeah, I want to come to you guys' universe to, like, try to, like, save my people or some shit like that. I don't know. I feel like that would be tight, too. But, you know, I'm taking... Again, that's another villain Man. that uh, I feel for. <laughs> so... This might not be popular opinion, but, like, low-key, I would rather them, like, as a, as a whole, I'd rather the studio focus on making really dope individual movies and like focusing on that rather than making filler movies to like explain yeah what the big movie is like four or five movies in truthfully because i feel like we're, we're getting to that point now where it's like okay the phase is over and there's a lot of things that we're gonna forget but truthfully there's a lot of things that you're just not even gonna be interested in going back to watch like right. there's no reason now you know, if you went back and rewatched any of that, it was to know what was going on with this movie specifically. And even then, like, you had to be really invested to get through some of that shit. Like, yo, I cannot stomach Thor 2. I cannot make it past 20 minutes of that fucking movie. Like, there's the first Hulk is like, ah, uh, like the third Iron Man, even the second Iron Man. Uh, you know, there's just like a lot of trash in there. If they focused on just developing like just a few good Spider-Man movies, especially while we have a kid that's so good at being Spider-Man, that would be really fucking dope. And I, I feel like it would just, if you're gonna add to the drama of what happens later, fine. But like, let's not even make that the priority yet. Like let's 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 make some movies that we can retain in the same vein of like some of the some of the quality that's actually dropped in the past right. few years. No, I definitely feel that. Um, I think if I could compare the MCU to anything, it's definitely as if um we just watched like a tw- you know what I'm saying like a very very long anime. 
That's odd. I was actually gonna bring the, that up. You know what I mean with a crazy yeah. ass like overarching plot because think about it like this: um, we watch an anime or whatever, like we get excited or if, like a series with like a big bad, like some shit like Naruto or something like that. I don't really know how many niggas going back and rewatching Naruto. You know what I'm saying? Shit right. is like several hundred episodes. Right. It built up to this big thing. And then, like, a it's lot like of shit not that even happened the same prior. Show. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I feel like it's kind of like that. Hopefully, they don't fall into the trap of, like, doing that again with this next phase. I would like to see better individual movies. But I feel like they're probably not going to write it like that because everything's already f- fucking connected. Like, there's yeah. probably going to be I think there'll be a bunch of collab where, like, movies. Yeah, or like, like there'll be Guardians and all that other stuff. Shit like that. Even if it's their solo movie, you might see another hero from another movie. You know, circa Civil War. Right. It's a fucking Captain America movie, but nigga, everybody was in that shit. It. It's just kind. It's kind of. Um, I think I've asked this question before on here, but it's just kind of weird now, because if you think about it, like Captain America, all the original Avengers. And Spider-Man were, like, the most popular Marvel heroes by far, right? Like, yeah. who, like, now they got to kind of... I mean, since they got X-Men and Fantastic Four, I guess that's not digging too deep, but then, like, what after that? Like, I still want to see stuff connected, but... Right. Like, What it's gonna, characters are they really going to, like, be crossing? Who can... Like yeah, who can bring, like, that, uh, that non-comic book fan... Who can they put on screen to sell to, sell to that non-comic book fan? And you know what? Really, you know, I think is I, I definitely think it's possible because if we go back to if you go back to like the DC animated features, I think one thing I forgot to touch on. I really love their introduction of characters. Like they do it so well sometimes that you just you go look them up. Yeah, like true. I, like, I would agree. Like yeah. I don't know every single, I don't know every single baddie that comes up in Young Justice. Truthfully, I don't know every single person that comes up in Justice League or like the individual movies. But they're so compelling sometimes, and I'm like, shit. Like I, I gotta. I, if anything, I feel like I'm slacking for not knowing. I think Marvel can do the same thing. I just don't think that they're gonna achieve that if they only focus on the bad. Like Justice League, like that movie is an example of what happens when it's only about the bag. But, like, if Marvel kind of just sticks with having people that come in that are like, okay, there's two kind of people that are watching this. There's somebody that just wants to watch this and actually enjoy a movie, and then there's somebody that's, like, deeply invested in who these characters are. I think if they keep that same kind of just, like, perfect sync, then we won't have much to worry about. They'll fill the spaces, and I think they'll surprise us, like, straight up. Um, to tie into what you said about like DC introducing villains that nobody knows about, like I don't really fuck with Aqu- Aquaman like that, but Young Justice they introduced like Black Manta and like Black I was Manta like, damn, so he is a fucking, fucking fire ass villain. I was like, right, as fuck. Um, I right. definitely would agree in saying that like Marvel could um do some shit like that. I feel like they can't be afraid though to try shit. You know what I mean? Like, well, they right. definitely they, tried right. it on Gar- Guardians. I was that. about to say, yeah. yeah, nobody knew Guardians. Like, like I didn't know what the fuck that was. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy. So I looked it <laughs> up. I was like, I feel like Ant Man and Strange were this like kind of the same. Like I remember when I saw Phase 
two and phase three and i saw that ant-man and strange was there i was like bro i don't know how those are gonna do uh but those are two really good they made those like really good strange was a journey man i don't know if y'all saw that shit in theaters or not but like that to me like that and guardians 2 are some of like the most visually appealing of the marvel movies where i'm just Oh, I f- beautiful. I feel man. like I didn't see it in theaters though. To your um, to y'all's point, like they really had to nail down a good movie for Guardians, um, Ant Man, and Doctor Strange. Yeah, because if those weren't good, yeah. it would have been it would have been raps like for the whole shit. Like nobody was fucking <laughs> with because it's just like all right, y'all picked three franchises that are considered to be like like low-tier. dark horses, yeah. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, low-tier shit. And y'all made them to be, like, these really big things. Like, they did a Doctor Strange, like, animated movie, like, a couple years ago. But Marvel's animated movies aren't, like, the greatest, actually. I'm not really a big fan yeah, of them. Yeah, there's, there's some hit or miss. Nah. Yeah. There's some, some sleepers. I think... You know what? I, was, I feel like... Uh, my bad. I, I feel like with the direction they're heading in, I feel like they have... I feel like it's it's not like they don't have some heat. Like, like let's be real. Like, I think people kind of undersell, like, the X-Men. Like, bro, like, most of people's, like, favorite characters come from the fucking X-Men absolutely. and Spider-Man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so it's like, at least what they do have to work with now, and then the Fantastic Four on top of that, I feel like... At least, like, what they have left, like, it's kind of, like, the bigger part of what we actually like. Like, truthfully, when you're a kid, like, reading comics, you're you're not really checking for the Avengers like that. And they made that shit work. <laughs> so, I can only imagine, like, them coming through and, like, intertwining, like, X-Men and Spider-Man and, like, just Fantastic Four and, like, dropping other characters. One, if they're dropping new characters that we haven't seen, it's just more shit that now we kind of, like, have to learn from like, we have to get hip to some of this shit. But, I mean, the X-Men alone have so many characters and so many story arcs that have so many different people come in. Like, we just, we'd honestly be surprised as to, like, what they can right, do. And then the X-Men, like, did a lot of fucking crossovers, too. Like, I think they have some of the most, like, period out of Marvel. Mm-hmm. So, they could definitely Yo, do a lot of crazy Like, Hugh Jackman, please come back. He said he would. He said that really? like five years ago, though. Like the, the man said that. This is true. Yeah, this is true. Nah, we we need a proper Wolverine. I love Hugh Jackman. Don't get me wrong, but like my Wolverine, bro, is short and mad and hairy and just literally an animal. And we need a new Cyclops. Like we like because I feel like Cyclops got shafted yeah. in the X Men. I, feel like, I mean, they're well, gonna. Like, bro, aren't they gonna uh, use the? Aren't they gonna use like the same these people like the the new kids? I hope not. I hope they just. Like start completely really? over. Mm. Like, n- no disrespect to anybody, but just, like, I-, I feel like, like, we've already seen the best. Like, yo, like, perf- like the OG Professor X, it's not going to get any realer than right. that. If you're going to do it, just start completely yeah, over. Just give me a face I've never seen. 
I look at them kind of like that second phase of Spider-Man movies. I actually did like that kid. I thought he was pretty good, but I really like Tom Holland. That shit works out. If you're going to make an entire stretch, just, just ride that shit out. I would hope for the same for X-Men. Let them exist in that space, but you can bring somebody else in. At this point, they've done enough work where they have their own space. So I was actually thinking about something, because I know that we're looking forward to like the X-Men series and everything, but I was just thinking about it. There's a whole generation of kids that have grown up without having anything super like successful that was X-Men related. So like, imagine this, right? We're getting ready to roll into phase four and phase four is going to span five years from like 2019 to 2024, I think is what they're slating, right? So a kid can be like 22 and never see any important X-Men related like movie or anything because honestly like a lot of the x-men movies that came out recently not that great if you're born in after 2000 you probably weren't watching the cartoons in the 90s right so like i'm thinking from yeah. marvel's standpoint would that actually make a whole bunch of sense for them to to really go hard on the x-men franchise i don't know I'm, maybe i'm thinking like too hard about it right because it's fucking x-men but there's going to be like a whole demographic of people who they have to pretty much invest in for 10 years in the future. And they probably don't know. That's the thing. I think it's worth it. hundred percent. I think the X-Men characters just like, it'd be a waste not to man. Like them as individuals and how much they spread into the other. Why not? You know, I don't know. Everybody wants to be different, but that's like, it's perfect. Uh, it's perfect for the Ooh, setting. That's true. But that's what I'm saying. If you start, if you started X Men off, like if you didn't go, like obviously you'd have Magneto in the background. If you're gonna build up a villain, though, build up a Magneto. Like let him stay in the back and then come for this fight later. There's so many other villains and scenarios that you can start off with where we can build these characters first. You don't have to build them directly in front of like the most challenging thing that they're ever going to face. Because once you get into Magneto, it gets deeper than just, okay, is this a good villain? Like, yo, Magneto's hardly a villain, man. If any, he's a revolutionary, you know? Like, we need like we need a, somebody yeah. that's going to step in and just be straight yeah, evil. I mean, kind of like how uh, there was Apocalypse and shit like that. Like, Apocalypse was just bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Or something like yeah. that. Like they could, I, I would want them to do the Sentinel shit. Honestly. Set, yo, Sentinel shit is yeah. perfect. You could do an entire thing starting with Sentinels and it'd be just yeah. fine. But the thing is, the fucking X-Men movies we have basically done the fucking best arcs. Like, this is true. The, like, the, they're doing a Dark Phoenix arc. They did Apocalypse. And I think they did the Sentinels in the first movie. Or, no, no, no. I don't know what the first movie was about, but... Yeah, but I remember them doing that uh, at some point. I think they could just start over. Like, honestly, earlier when you were saying, like, Tom Hardy is Wolverine, I'm like, if they rebooted with some shit like that, where you had, like, somebody else that we could identify off the bat with as some of these characters... And they, like, completely just redid the framework. They said, like, yo, like, let's make these characters who they actually are. Like, I know Gambit is a fan My favorite. Are y'all telling me y'all what... Yo, look, to see him, like, 
on screen as the gambit we know and to combine some of those stories like to see a legit storm like tall african fucking princess like to see like i don't know like a nightcrawler they have so many fucking things to pull from and so many different arcs they could just completely redo some of those arcs man even to me like days of future past like what is days of future past without a proper bishop yeah you know? Weren't they gonna? Weren't they supposed to be making like a Gambit movie for the longest with Buddy? What yeah, they were supposed yeah. to be making like a Gambit solo movie. What's his uh, name with uh, Magic Mike? <laughs> yeah, I, bro. yeah, bro. I'm trying to think of his name, bro. <laughs> Fucking, uh, but that I think that got canned, and then uh, they're gonna do Chan and Tatum. <laughs> oh, there you go. Fucking, uh, they're gonna do a a Doom series, not a movie. They're gonna do like a Doom series that was like sold to like Fox, not Fox. It was like sold to hulu or some shit but i think that's can now too so i don't know what we're gonna see and it'll probably be at least four years before we see another x-men pop up in a movie that i'm thinking like after fox rolls out whatever they have left in the chamber like that's it well dark phoenix is their last yeah uh, is their last movie i'm gonna go see it <laughs> just because like i do these new x-men movies they're good but like how Donnie was saying, um, he feels like they're like the amazing Spider-Man movies. I definitely agree. Mm. So I'm already, I'm not like invested into them, but I think they're good movies. So I'm going to go see Dark Phoenix and then kind of just let that die out. Um, huh. is, that a, one thing, is that a pun? They're not horrible. Yeah, no, nah, they're not bad movies at all. I think they're good. It's just like, I, I want my X-Men in the MCU though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um. My, I have an issue, though, with Spider-Man right now. Like, The mm. Amazing Spider-Man was going to adapt, like, the ultimate storyline. And, um, which, which is ironic because the movies were called The Amazing Spider-Man. But they were adapting the ultimate plot. But Ultimate Spider-Man is my favorite uh, iteration of Spider-Man. And now, like, I, won't, I probably won't ever see that shit, like, adapted into movies. Like, those plot lines. Not until after your sixth mm. Yeah, like I'm gonna be about to die. We've got time. (laughs) Go back for Ultimate Spider-Man. It's kind of upsetting because those plots were so good. Right. But luckily, there's a whole cartoon about it. True. Which that that might actually actually be better because if they would have took it to the movie and it not landed like the way it did, I feel like some some story arcs probably are better as an animated series versus a a movie. I would agree. I agree. I would say the Spider Verse is a good example, but that movie was fucking amazing. I kind of want to see. Wait, have y'all ever seen Spectacular Spider Man by chance? Yeah, Spectacular Spider Man was was pretty good. I don't think there's a bad Spider Man cartoon. There really isn't. Like they're pretty solid. solid. There's a new one though, or not a new one, but they did one after Ultimate Spider Man. It's called like just Spider Man. I haven't watched it though. It was like more recent. They kind of incorporated like a bit of like. 3D animation into it or something like that? I think so, yeah. Something like that. I think the Spider-Man that we have right now with Tom Holland, he's a mix of Spider-Mans that I like. Because I feel like the very first... Yeah, you know, like, I feel like Toby Spider-Man was really emo, which I feel like isn't necessarily bad. I just feel like that's one aspect of Spider-Man's life. I think the whole point with Spider-Man is that, like, everybody else's comics open up on, like, them doing just some outrageous shit. Like, Cap is in the woods somewhere, like, hunting somebody down or 
you got fucking Wolverine at somebody's neck. You know, Spider-Man usually opens up, like, getting a speeding ticket or some shit. Like, his life is, like, already shit. But he's just optimistic. Like, Spider-Man's the only one I can think of that literally saves the world and cannot afford his own rent. I was talking about that with somebody the other day. I was like, all right. I was like, yeah, let's talk about the socioeconomics of fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> I was like, he probably Yo. puts all his money into fucking being Spider-Man. And uh, I was asking my friend about it. She was like, well, the fucking place he works at, he doesn't even have a job. He's a fucking intern. That's wild, bro. Shit. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, my man's broke. Well, this man probably getting the, um, this probably had, I mean, uh, Tony probably had him in his will. So he, he probably straight now. Oh yeah, you probably good. Hey, but now. did y'all catch the um he that um Tony's probably or probably gonna be the new AI, right? Yeah, somebody pointed no, that out. And shit. uh the kid no. the kid oh, from shit. I think the first Iron Man movie, he was at the funeral. He was standing by himself. Well yeah, the la- yeah, that second was it the second or the third one? Mm. It wasn't oh, the it first been. one. It was the second oh, or the third one. But okay. yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but, but he like, got the uh, glasses though. Uh, oh, true, true, yeah. Duh. So, you know, going back to like the original movie topic, just like uh, one of my favorite parts of that movie was honestly seeing Pepper Potts back in action. Like, even just from the beginning, like seeing her back in the picture. But I mean, my girl was completely suited up in Iron mm-hmm. Man armor, like right. kicking ass. Yeah, that shit was lit. And then it, was lit. that was lit. And then to see, like, for Pepper to hold strong, like, while he was dying, man, like, I don't know. I felt like she she held it back for, like, everybody watching. Like, we were all, like, shit. Yeah, when she he gave it, up, He gave us his ass. Like, I feel like Peter was really more, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, well, not, not that I feel like it was clear, but he was evidently, like, more torn, I guess. It's almost uh, like he lost another yeah. father figure again, you know? Cause yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like it happened for like the third time, basically. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. His dad, Uncle Ben, and fucking Tony, and Tony Stark. Yeah. yeah. But while we're on that topic, I think, because I, I remember I said at the beginning of the episode, I was like, I, I wouldn't really like feel in any type of way about like tear jerker moments but i'm not i'm not even gonna cap i did feel some type of way when i saw stan riding around in that car that last time because i know that was like the last time we're gonna actually see him yeah that guy man yeah i i it's especially because they like reenacted with stan used to actually fucking look like in the yeah. 70s yeah no one gonna like, be like perfect no fucking stanley cameos yeah but i mean Truthfully, man, I think as far as like a whole movie, if I was to go back and rewatch Endgame right now, I know like the sentimental value is going to be there, but I would, I would, like me personally, I'd probably skip like the first two hours of that movie. I, I feel like that fight, like up, like that fight. Like that has like most of what I wanted. Like that was like all yeah. of my fanboyness. Yeah. But that, like, that fight was OD. But, but like, that was it was man. It was fucking steroids on the movie, man. Like I've never seen so many people. I haven't seen people react like that in a theater together in a while, bro. Like people don't fucking talk to each other anymore, bro. So to see people like 
come together and be excited together and like cheer people on and react the way they did. I was like, they they fucking got it here. But I feel like as a whole movie, I think that like the like the first art kind of drags, although there's still there's still enjoyable parts in there. And I feel like the second art there's a lot of callbacks to the past where I think as a fan, I'm excited, but it's almost like cheating, bro. You know, they kind of get away with it because everybody doesn't like everybody doesn't pick up on everything. But I would be curious to know how somebody that hasn't watched all the Marvel movies feels about this movie. I feel like it's got to be a different experience. Like three hours, three hours, a long time to go back, sit through the damn. Oh and, yeah, and for them not to and have like another main, another main fight scene, like they could have had. I don't know. Uh, there could have been I mean, some. I'm sure the way the budget was set up. That's all about to say. Could only afford <laughs> that one fight scene, but that shit was. This shit was damn good though, bro. The scene of Captain America like by himself before everybody pops up. And then it's like Thanos' entire army that fucking shot. Oh my god! I think that bro. was like maybe top ten. It's easily top ten without making the list. It's like top ten cinematic moments in my lifetime. Yeah, it might be top five or top three. Yeah. Hey man, that man Black Panther or Shala, he came out out that shit looking like a two K my player, bro. Like I don't know that Fact, shit. Hey, bro, this man's arms was, like, longer than his fucking legs, bro. I was like, what is going CGI on? CGI was on point. <laughs> that shit was wild, because it was all kind of strolling like they wasn't gone for fucking five years, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, niggas just pulled up. Niggas just pulled up, like... What's I'm up, trying to bro? figure out what they were like talking about and like when they were snapped away. Like they probably was just like fucking playing tic tac toe for five maybe, years. Maybe um time passes like slower where in like whatever realm they were in or not. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. time's different. I'm not like, sure how time works. Realms, there. It's like an hour. Well, they didn't really explicitly state where they were either. They um so like whenever you go whenever they snap people away they go into I think it's like the soul stone is where they go and it's like an island. They're not actually in the stone. Yeah. Because um stone got destroyed. Remember? Oh so, shit! That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. everybody would have died. This shit is weird, so, man. Cause, hey, I brought that same theory up to somebody. Bro, uh, okay. I just realized. Yeah, you're right. Fucking shit! I didn't even think about that. Yo, me and Ice were talking about it. I wanted to say the. Oh, I feel like. No, go I wanted ahead, to go say ahead. They, the way they um. When they went back to like 2014, when they did the, when they did that scene, like um, when they had Nebula, I thought that was pretty neat. How they had, I mean, you already saw the scene, but they just implemented some, some shit that made sense on the, on the outside. But at the same time, like, if you shoot your old self, like, aren't you gonna die? See, yeah, I had an issue yeah, with that that's, too. Yeah, I, that's when the movie started kind of falling apart to me because I was like, okay, if oh, she should she not were exist. To kill her old self. Right. The just. No. Well, I get it. I I get it. Like I, cause I here's the thing. I feel I understand what Bruce was saying. I just feel like again though, there's a part where they kind of ask us like, don't pay much attention. But if you look at like the actual mechanics of like going back in time, if it were possible at all, it wouldn't really matter what you did to the person in the past because you've already created a new future yeah, for yourself. Like yeah. going in the past has now become a part of that future. Right. So, so like, if, it, but if you kill, if, okay, say you kill yourself in the past, you 
not die. So I they think how this, it works. No, they, I think how it works. Because it's already imprinted in that. So if you were to if you were to look at it like, because you can't look at time as like a line. Like you'd have to look at it more as like this this living breathing organism where it's like you going into the future and killing that person that's trying to affect you in another way that's become a part of a future otherwise if it didn't you would just create a paradox and you'd have to be stuck in that and relive it which is kind of like the whole conundrum but that's the like that's the part they're really asking us to look over like they're saying like okay like don't like don't get too caught up on this shit because if you do like we're lost already. You just the, won't even be able to. They tried to sell it as if, because I know, like, Thanos' right hand, he was like, oh, there's two consciousness in this nebula. So they kind of, I mean, they did try to sell it as, like, it was two separate entities, but I don't know. I guess if you think about it too much, it's just weird. It's just weird anyway, but. But I guess, like, I think about it like See, this, right? To me, that's like that new Mortal Kombat game. Like, that new Mortal Kombat game storyline oh, is that's, that's fucked to me. But I have to, like... <laughs> I just, I think it's timely. The fact that they came out around the same time, they both used time travel, and they both kind of suffer for it, like, ultimately. But it's, like, the real question is, like, what kind of replay value does it have? Or, like, you know, like, what kind of user experience are you going to get if you're not familiar with the other products? I think that if you don't know anything about Marvel and you came into it a few years ago and you started watching, I don't know, 2013, 2014, and you've watched every other movie and you watch this movie, you're probably gonna be more bored watching this than than infinity war but i think the novelty of getting what you get at the end i think that shock value the first time around like you were saying ace like that first time around that shit is like all right like i'll like yeah this is the shit but if you go back and watch that again it's kind of like deciding whether or not you want to watch any other fucking movie that's three hours. It's like, do I even have that kind of time? Like, <laughs> right. Straight up. <laughs> but I think one thing that we can say as we kind of wrap this up a little bit, um, that even though the, the execution of the time travel thing wasn't perfect, it does set up. And even like in the new Spider-Man trailer, they allude to being multiple universes. So that kind of opens up the playbook for a bunch of other stuff in the future. So whether they stuck the landing for this movie or not i think that in the end it'll pay off with the next sets of movies that we get especially because now they could use that multiverse excuse to kind of slide in other characters that weren't in the original continuity of the mcu because of legal reasons so yeah and i think that's honestly that's the best way to look at it that's why i'm not really gonna like harp on my issues with the whole time travel mechanic with Endgame, because I feel like that was really just a, a way for them to open the multiverse. Because as soon as they said time travel, I was like, oh, y'all going back and doing this. And I was like, as soon as I saw Loki take the Tesseract and um, dip off, I was like, oh, multiverse. So right. now mm-hmm. this nigga has his own like TV show and shit, and he's like alive. But I, I want to know how that affects like everything else, though. So, like going forward. Yeah, so actually we... Me and Ice talked about that too. Is because, like, I wonder how, because there are multiple universes and there are multiple versions of the same character, right? Like, 
at, at a point in the MCU, there was two caps that exist in a timeline. Mind you, one of the caps that went back lives a very regular life, so he probably has very little impact on shit, but he could have done something as easy as like met up or cut off Black Widow and be like, hey, don't go here. And then that could make her live. Like there's a second version of Black Widow that's actually alive in the current continuity. It's just something as simple as that. Like how Gamora is like not Gamora's fucking a with different Gamora, yeah. but she's still she's yeah, the same. She's still yeah. I thought that was yeah, she's from different times. I thought that she's was actually not neat. on the ship at the end. Yeah, that's like am I sure? Nah, she's not even with the Guardians. Well, cause the, yeah. none of that shit ever none of that shit happened. Like for right. Gamora, Dang. Guardian the events of Guardians of the Galaxy, like the Gamora we have right now, that shit never happened. I would say uh yeah, like it was basically like she is just like confused or like well, kind of what happened, you know? Like she was yeah. doing stuff what her sister was telling her to do, but it was she like dipped out. So, but I thought it was also neat how Gamora it was kind of like they sacrificed Black Widow for Gamora, like how they flipped uh like Gamora got sacrificed in an order for Gamora right. to eventually yeah. come back. It was it was Black Widow that had to go, but Maybe and honestly, I think that yeah. Gamora is probably a character that people like more than Black Widow. Black Widow didn't really hold that much weight overall in the universe. Yeah, but I, mean, you... I like Gamora more than uh, Black Widow. Man, maybe sure. it, that uh, yeah, that solo that. Black Widow movie might like. Damn, they could bring her. They could bring her back with that shit. Yeah, it might be. You know, what I'm saying it might be some shit. I hope it's not like just a prequel, like female you know, spy what, movie. What I'm thinking, right, is like. Because there's two caps. If they do a prequel movie, it's not actually a prequel because she can run into the Earth. The I was gonna call it Earth One, fucking speed verse shit. But uh, they can run to the original Cap that we know, right? And Cap can go, "Hey, let me tell you about something," and then that makes her alive, and that way she's a player in the current version. There's still like another timeline where. Black Widow does all the shit that is necessary, but then, because now that there's two caps, it kind of is like another element. So it would make even a, a prequel like you could still have a little bit of wiggle room with what you could do there. Well, see now, now that pulls up the um, issue of them kind of telling the story of multiple timelines at the same time. Like, how are you gonna differentiate? Oh yeah, that's right. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Because like. It's like, okay, if everything's going to be sitting around Spider-Man, everything, every Spider-Man movie is like one timeline, basically. So how are you going to connect all the other movies, like, by timeline? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like y'all are doing, like, Shattered Dimensions, Spider-Man, blah, 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 or, like, or two Black Widow, blah, 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 like, yeah. in the title and shit. Like, how are you going to... And, and, like, there's not a way, unless you kill off one of the two characters, like they did... Uh, for Endgame, like, they killed off one of the Nebulas, they killed off one of the Gamoras, they killed off Black Widow. But I feel like the thing that kind of makes everything happen is, like, Black Widow actually has to die. Because if she doesn't die, right, then they don't have a second shot at the stones, and then Thanos wins. So that's, like, the weird part of the them jumping around in time. So, I don't know. I guess I, I guess that would be the interesting thing of... Or maybe maybe the Black Widow movie was a bait. Right, and they never had plans on doing it. They never even stuck a director for it. They had like sixty different directors, literally, that they went through, and I don't think they got a script for that that's movie. What, that's so. what I hope they don't do with this, like, uh, 
Maybe that mm. was why they killed her off, is they couldn't get a script for her. So I hope like, they don't, like, uh, oh, release, like, movie names before they actually, before shit happens. Because if they, they should... Oh, yeah, they just started dropping movies, like, bro. Far From Home should have never... They should have just let let that shit be quiet, like... I think that did fuck it up because when after Infinity War came out, they started releasing Phase Four movie names and Black Panther Two and and Spider Man went on that list. And we we're just like, what the fuck, bro? I, I mean, that took away from the reality of like <clears throat> like what happened. Yeah, you know? I mean, obviously I us think- though, like being into the comics and shit to a degree, like <clears throat> we know niggas was gonna come back, but we didn't know who was gonna come back. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And I try not to be like. I think there's. Oh, uh, I think there's two things where it's like, one we have to realize like money like first and foremost like Disney's dropping a whole new platform where, you know like, corporate interests and like artistic interests like they don't always meet and there's gonna get to a point where some of the directors that we like that are putting these things together. You don't know who's telling them, like, look, we need you to do this. So this lines up with this, this and that. And I really don't want that, like, first and foremost, because that's going to that's going to fuck with the integrity of the product. Like, if we can't let people do what they have in their vision in the first place, there's too many things going on. But then I think we're also talking about the difference between American comics and most other types of comics these things don't end like we're not used to seeing our heroes like truly gone so it's like that's a whole another problem that i like for them to deal with iron man the way they dealt with that that's really dope but like in the comic book world you know these people it never happens like civil war happens as if like all these other things didn't happen, you know, like it's its own thing. So I think that's why like that kind of plays on its own. But Civil War within a product that has to relate to all these other movies built up to that point, that's a little different. You feel me? It's like if we treated if we treated these comic book movies like we actually treated comics, maybe it'd be different because you'd have different interpretations of these characters and we just kind of let it go and say, like, okay, these are their own universes. But when we demand them to all work together for this one thing, that's when we have to start plotting 10 and 15 movies out. And that kind of plotting might not necessarily be good for the product that we're pulling it from. Because right. we sense. all know that like not all of the actors will be here for whatever reason, whether it's like money or something comes up or whatever. And these contracts are kind of ruthless. Like uh, I don't know if you guys seen the, the yeah. Netflix contracts. All of the actors in that movie, they kind of got fucked because when Netflix had to cancel their shows, there's a clause in their contract. They can't show up in another comic book movie for like a year or two or something like that. So that's like stopping them from getting the bag imagine Shit. like yeah like um the contract that michael b jordan was in on that fox movie if they told him they couldn't be in a like a comic book movie for five years he never would have been able to be killmonger so like i don't know i feel like mm. like we have to we have to really understand like yes movies are its own medium but they also have like their own elements into it like in comics like writers change but that's like the biggest thing that'll happen to a comic. Most of the characters will stay alive for as as long as needed, but that's a like very different when there's people playing them on screen. So, mm-hmm. but I guess. And truthfully, man, I would I, I wouldn't be 
I think in the long run of things, I, I wouldn't mind like more things that exist in their own space. You know, like if you do. have like, yeah, like I think like when you look at Chris Nolan's Batman, it was his own thing, but shit, that's the Batman everybody remembers, you know? It's the most fire like, one. Like he doesn't operate within all those other rules and, and rags and everything else. Like, yo, if they want to, if they want to do, I, I think the problem is like who owns what? And it's going to come down to whether or not Disney is okay with releasing some of that property to other people to play around with. But, yo, if there were two Venoms that existed at the same time where you had a Venom that was this anti-hero, but you also had this fucking badass and a Spider-Man comic with a carnage added to it, I wouldn't mind if those things existed at the same time. Just as long as you treat them right. I just know that the more we, like, force people to combine those things, we start to fuck with the integrity of the That's product. That's also a Because you have to explain too, more. To be able to, like, you have to go, sell two movies that Venom are in at the same time where they're in different universes. Like, I feel like in a comic, like, to us, it would be very apparent because there's different writers or, like, it's a different art style. So he's like, okay, these are very different. But, like, somebody who doesn't care about the Marvel movies or continuity like that, they're just going to be like, oh, damn, why didn't villain, uh, Venom just do this? And he's like, oh, no, that's from a different movie. And then you have to explain that shit to him, and it, it becomes a lot. Yeah, it's a big thing. So, mm, I can see that. Well, the question is then, I think, I don't know, like, what kind of what kind of longevity are comic movies going to have? Because if this is the new Star Wars, then we've already more than quadrupled I think anime movies are gonna be the, next the amount. Movie. Once they get that algorithm down, to an anime and they can and I don't think it's going to be them putting actors in anime movies I think it's going to be people just seeing animation as like a legit medium and then they just doing animated movies on screen um, hopefully because they're, they're starting to do that more often now like yeah you start to see even anim- with like Spider-Verse mm. right um, or even like just uh, anime movies like Code Geass was in theaters for a while. DBZ was in movies for yeah, a while. Like I lit. feel like it's starting to steer that way. So it, I wouldn't be surprised if you see like a My Hero esque, like trilogy or whatever that expands like Marvel. It'll take some time because they need to build up. But I wouldn't be surprised to see that. Truthfully, I think the I think the issue there is that the vast majority of people just still don't engage in animation in that sense. Yeah, because a lot of like, people... I feel like that's changing, though. I feel like... But people still kind associate of. with, like, animation as, like, being childish or, like, something for kids, even though... And that's a damn shit. Like, a lot of... Yeah, because yeah. a lot of anime, bro, all that shit mature, all of it's good. I be trying to tell people... I be like, bro, that shit is They be having the best storylines. The good storylines, yeah. good writing. But that's the thing. You have to like. That's the thing, though. Like that's like you have to be put on, and then from there you're putting other people on. But like you know, adults that get off on weekends and have children are not paying movie theater prices to go watch an animation. I think if they're kids, when, I mean, I think okay. Here's here's a scenario, right? With no, 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 children, a, so for sure. But Pokemon's redoing the first movie, right? And it's basically yeah. like a remaster of that. I'm pretty sure a lot of people who saw the first movie and have kids now are going to take their kids to see that, and their kids are going to be just as crunk, right? So, with with kids for sure. But I think like when it comes down to like, I think somebody like without kids, like just like the average movie going adult, like I still think that if you have a rated R 
animated movie sitting next to a rated R like action pack like summer flick or some shit like that even if the anime movie is better even if it's truly just like on paper better I still think that that person goes to see the other thing if it's something that's kid friendly and they can take their kids and they don't even know that it's anime I mean shit our parents took us to go see that movie so it was big then so I know adults would make that sacrifice but the kid is also the catalyst to make that happen. I just don't see like the everyday person engaging in that. At least no, right no, no, now. not now. Uh, I think it, I think it'll be like another, twenty years down the road. Like I, we we've got like another ten, maybe twenty years, like before that's like a, a everyday yeah, we're thing. Old as fuck. By the time like it's just really regular. Like I yeah. do see anime being as. Um, you know, more widely accepted just as superhero movies are, because, like, I remember it was a period where people were like, people still are like that, superhero movies are for kids, superhero movies suck, blah, 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 but now they've grown into this, like, big thing. Yeah, that was, like, 40, 50, 60 years ago, like, they've been making comics since, like, the 60s and 70s, right? And it took, like, until Sure, I think you need that, I think you're gonna need that same kind of transition, like, you're gonna need a different kind of director to come in that like you can't have like the same director that's saying okay like what do we need to do for these next fucking 23 minutes okay well first off let's start off by filling five minutes with a song you know like you have to have people that have a bigger vision and know who they're reaching out to and i think we still have some time before those directors are like around like accessible like enough for that to happen like we still got some time but um, yeah, we're actually like way over what we had time wise. We probably could even split this up into two episodes, but yeah. <laughs> nonetheless, uh, I do want to say thank you guys for jumping on the podcast. This was a fucking fire episode. Uh, Agreed. No, this was tight. And uh, we'll definitely have more of these in the future. Uh, tons of different shit to talk about, of course. But uh, uh, I wanted to. I know, I know we're over the. Uh, the time limit, but can I ask one question? Go ahead. Because <clears throat> they be shitting on them. Can we put Tobey Maguire in the Hall of Fame superhero? In the Hall of Fame? In the Hall of Fame mm. superhero movies. Uh, I say yeah. yes. I can say we put yes. him up in the rap? Like, he scored 80. Like, I mean, like, come on. Yeah. I he, think even I though the damn thing. he wasn't in rare form in three, three was kind of a mess, right? But I mean, like, all, one and two are really all, all good. All three was a bad movie, yeah. honestly. I like three. I, I I like three. I think it's just as good or bad as the other ones. I think two's the best, but like honestly, I don't mind three. Maybe I need to I watch that again. Spider Man three. I, yeah. That shit. I, when I was a kid, though. If you go back and watch it, like it's like it's just as campy as everything else. It's like it's hard to huh. take serious, but it's like I don't know. Like I'd rather see Toby like dance around for two seconds and just fucking cry in the rain. When I was know? a kid and I watched that shit, I was like. I knew that was a bad movie when I saw it. <laughs> like, 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 I knew that shit was bad. And I was like, man, like... The wild shit is, though, Spider-Man 3, though, like, fucked me up. Like, as a kid, like, I went to see that movie with my parents. And, um... Because fucking Harry died at that movie mm. at the end. So I was in there. I was, like, yeah. a kid in there crying. I was like, damn, he lost his best friend. Like, I don't know. That shit fucked me up. Yeah. But I would say, yeah, if this is the council to get, yeah, but if this is the council to get Toby voted into the Spider-Man Hall of Fame, he has my vote. Um, He has my vote, definitely. He's definitely uh, going in the Hall of Fame. Um, 
Gotta be. I I mean, he was our he was the first, first Spider Man like, before him. Yeah. We didn't know if it was possible. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Toby. Chill. He did, he did the damn thing. It was it was it was kind of weird though. I'll say like the guy that made it was known for like making like scary like like they didn't have like the right person making those movies at at the beginning. No, they didn't. And then it started. All it was was just all right. Different villain, and I gotta say Mary Jane. So that shit got old real quick. But I hate Mary Jane so much, bro. Like just saying her <laughs> name like bothers my fucking soul, bro. Like yo, Kirsten Dunst is Mary Jane to me, bro. Like dead ass. Like I felt like she was just being herself, and it made me like, her and everything about Mary Jane going for it, bro. Yeah. I didn't think she was like a bad. Dead ass. Yeah. I feel like she fit. She was the main villain. Oh bro. my god! <laughs> watch all three of those fucking movies, bro. Yeah, maybe she's the main fucking villain. She was right fucking up, bro. I don't say that. Oh no, I might have to see what's up. But I liked um, yeah. I liked Stacy though in the Amazing Spider-Man films. Gwen was nice. Oh yeah. Like Gwen was nice. Those were good. No, bro. I just feel like if you go back and watch those movies, like she is like the first movie is literally her like. Doesn't give a shit about Peter. Then the second movie is like, she's just stressed out with Peter. And then the third movie, she just can't put up with how successful Peter is. And it's like, yo, you realize he's poor and (laughs) his family's dead. And the only family he has is dying. And like, he's literally out here taking pictures and he can't afford to wipe his own ass. And you're the only person he has. He's a 30 year old. I'm sorry, bro. Accurate reflection of reality, though, sometimes. He's a, so, if y'all go back and watch that, just tell me I'm wrong. I would love to. I would love to have that <laughs> conversation. You know, I believe, truth be told, I, I believe, believe you. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take your word on it. And, you know, that might actually make me appreciate those Spider-Man movies even more. <laughs> because, like I said, that's just an accurate reflection of, you know, how an actual relationship can be sometimes if you're not with the... Yeah, it doesn't matter if you have yeah, superpowers. If person. a girl mad at you, bro, you're fucked. Yeah, long story short, like, yeah. I give a fuck if you Spider-Man, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out to Mary Jane, the, the OG thing. <laughs> fuck it. Dead. And on that <laughs> note, we gotta wrap this shit, because it's almost two hours. All so right, we're gonna go ahead and sign off right quick, and All right, then we're gonna go ahead and uh, wrap. So, Ace, you wanna take us out? <laughs> yeah, <Right>. man. <laughs> this is Ace. This is D. This is Boyman. Donnie. And we out.